Hello everybody, it's me, Mr. Fernuff, from École Trilingue Vision Varenne. This is the Halloween episode of the Vision Varenne podcast. The following story is slightly <laughs> scary. Only the bravest souls can handle this scary tale. A long time ago, but actually not that long ago, there's a group of grade 6 students relieved that the English ministerial exam was cancelled due to the pandemic. It was also cancelled the following year. Could this be a new tradition? The students asked themselves. Will we be lucky this year? But it was not to be. The Minister of Education announced that the English ministerial exam will take place in May of 2022. Grade 6, you are doomed to use inference skills and study literature analysis until the exam takes place. <laughs> Realize that you must analyze! Is there anything scarier than that? Actually, there is. Uh, we talked about cyberbullying recently in Cycle 3, uh, which is one of the most terrifying things that can happen in a school, and I talked to grade 5 students about it, so here's their take on cyberbullying. Okay, Zachary, I uh, have a question for you. So what is a cyberbully? A cyberbully is when somebody uh, bullies you and when they bully you online and they just bully you and you feel bad and uh, They try to hide it so no one uh, can see it. What's the difference between a cyber bully and a regular bully at school? Well, it's not physical. It's uh, like emotional. Not emotional. uh, It hurts inside and not physically. Okay. And um, can you always know who the bully is in the school that did it? Uh, No, because if they create another account, they... They can't know who it is. So I'm here with Rachel Duterluing, and I have a question for you, Rachel. What kinds of things do cyber bullies do or send? They usually send like mean texts on the, in the internet, but they don't know that if they delete it, there it's always going to be there. So you should never be a cyber bully because one day it might come back to you. Can you tell me, what kinds of attacks do they do when they try to bully people online? They try and like make someone feel bad and manipulate them uh, to do whatever they want. Okay, this is Matthew Buell Stanich. And I'm going to ask you, Matthew, I have a question for you about cyberbullying, okay? Uh, what do you do if you're being cyberbullied? If you're being cyberbullied... Take a screenshot of the message that a cyberbuller sh- send you and then show it to your parents or any adult. Then um, should you should you write back to them and like write mean messages back to the cyberbully? If you get revenge like writing back to them, it will just continue. Okay, so I shouldn't do that. Yes. Okay, very good. And um, should I, can I bring it to like an adult at, like from school or at home, an adult, an adult I trust? Yes. Okay, and last question. 
Um, why are you so cool, Matthew Buell Stanish? I don't know. <laughs> it was the first ever Truth and Reconciliation Day here in Canada not long ago. And it's a very uncomfortable and, and actually kind of scary and creepy uh, subject at times. And we took the time to discuss some of the issues that First Nations people have in grade six recently. So let's take a listen to what they had to say. Okay, I'm here with Armand Lucie. Sit down, Armand. And I have a question for you, Armand. Uh, what is a residential school? A residential school is a school where um, uh, indigenous people went because the president, who was called Johnny McDonald, forced them to because he wanted everybody to speak English or French and be Catholic. So I'm here with Lorianne Martin, and uh, in class, Lorianne, we talked about how certain sports teams can have offensive names, and we talked about how the Montreal Canadiens, you, you guys said that it's not offensive, but there's one team that a lot of people thought had an offensive name, and it was the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. So can you explain to me what is offensive about that name, or why you think that it might be offensive? I think that it's offensive, not because of the name, but more because of the picture that they put. It's kind of like, a, um, like funny, and it's like if they made fun of Irish people, and it's not kind to Irish. And I think it's they want to make fun of them. Okay, what does the picture look like? Can you describe it for us? It's like a guy with like very small from the top, like, he have like a weird hat and like he's boxing, but at the same time, like his hat is like falling down and it's just not normal to put this. So. Yeah, it makes it look like Irish people are like, are like him. Yeah, okay. and bad. <laughs> so do you think that, what do you think about sports teams that have logos and names that might be offensive like that? What do you think? I think they could change names or like the picture that they put, they could like make one like better and not offensive from the, for the people that are Irish. Okay, excellent. Thank you very much, Lauren. Okay, I'm here with Mary Sankmas. Mary, I have a question for you. Uh, Mary, why do people wear an orange shirt on Orange Shirt Day on September 30th? Okay, so it's because uh, a, a girl, when she was eight years old, uh, her, her aunt gave her uh, a orange shirt before going at the residential school. And at the residential school, they took her shirt and created threw it away and she never see that shirt again so that's why we call it the orange shirt day too okay thank you mary and mary um why is it important to remember something like that why is it important to wear an orange shirt to remember that uh like to say sorry to uh, these people that went in the in these schools Okay, so now for the actually really spooky and scary parts of this uh, podcast here. Uh, just a quick warning. This part consists of audiobooks that our very own grade sixes created. Uh, they made their 
very own production, independently of myself. And uh, some of their stories are actually scary and uh, very creepy. So I strongly suggest that uh, if there are any younger audiences, now is a good time to turn off the program. All right, well, are you ready? Here we go. A Friday night on this exact day, a group of teenagers went on a abandoned church. They broke into it, but the second they did, the door rebuilt itself without their being aware. As they enter, they hear a nun singing. They got, lured in. they got lured in closer to the front near two hallways. One of them saw a shadowy figure walking through the two paths. The teenagers split up. The group that went on the right arrived in a graveyard. The cadavers came to life. As they tried to run, standing behind them, the nun revealed itself. By murdering the first group, the second group heard their screams. They tried to get to the exit to realize it was barricaded. They look around and see the nun standing next to her friend's dead bodies, crucified. One of the teenagers tried to fight back for revenge, but she killed him in seconds. The nun starts chasing all of them, and she kills them one by one. The teenagers were never found again. Once there was a girl that was kidnapped by a man. The kidnapper brought the girl to his house and tied her on a chair. He then said, She was terrified, so she called the police, but they didn't respond. She tried a second time, and a demon responded. She told him she was tied up to a chair, but the time she was telling the demon police the address, the line broke. But he left a message saying, The world has ended. You are the last human alive. Rain, rain, and rain. All I could see was rain. I tried to cover myself with my jacket, but since it was waterproof, it didn't help. I was soaking wet and trembling. As I slowly slept into a muddy hole, I heard demoniac music. I thought for a second that it was the sound of death. At the end of the dirty slide, I realized that I was in a cemetery. A very small cemetery. I was so interested that I almost forgot the weird noise I had just heard. I walked, one foot in front of another, towards the grave. I kneeled down right in front of the first one. As I read the name, and the day of death, I felt I felt uh, ants crawling in my back. I felt like I was about to faint. My mother's full name was there, and the day of her death said 21st October 2021. Today. I ran for a few minutes, and between all of the graves, only to find all the names of my loved ones on them. 
my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, my grandma, my grandpa, my best friend, and even my pets. They were all dead today, and that was all because of me. As a tear fell from my eye, I heard demoniac voices whispering in my ears. I turned around in the flash of the light to see, only to see. I've been expecting you. A boy named Liam, running in the woods, took a sharp rock to defend himself from those creatures in the wood. The boy took a minute of silence, but wasn't too much of one. He saw a shadow behind him. Liam approaching the boy, but scared at the same time, he approached and approached. Once there it was, a cadaver suspended on a rope with all of his lungs dripping a little at a time. Liam thought that was a dream, but it isn't. How can it be real? said Liam. I don't want to be, I don't want it to be real, he said again. Liam, terrified about his day, he decided to go to sleep in the woods. He heard a big weird noise like someone was following him to kill him. Liam woke up and took his sharp rock and stabbed him without stopping. The blood licked all over him. After he found a way to go to his normal house. The end. The Thank you for listening to this year's Halloween program here at Vision Varenne. We hope you enjoyed it. And grade six. Don't forget. Ghosts aren't real. Monsters aren't real. But the English ministerial exam is reality!